97.9 The Hill, WCHO, and the UNC Hustman School of Journalism and Media present Sports Focus with Charlie Tuggle. Sports Focus, dedicated to in-depth examination of issues of overriding importance in the sports world. Each week, we'll discuss problems and look for solutions in professional, collegiate, and amateur sports. From Carroll Hall on the Carolina campus, here's your host, UNC Journalism Professor Charlie Tuggle. Welcome to Sports Focus. Our topic today, the return of college football. Our guest, Danny Morrison, professor of the practice in sport and entertainment management at the University of South Carolina, the past president of the Carolina Panthers, past director of athletics at TCU and Wofford, and past commissioner of the Southern Conference. So, Danny, I guess you have a hard time holding a job, Um, (laughs) but you've had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I should also mention that you have a degree from UNC the correct Carolina. What in the world is going on in college football? Every 30 minutes, it seems like there's some news that's, uh, how can you describe this season other than wacky? Well, what we've been talking about, and I'm also working with the Charlotte Sports Foundation, and of course we do uh, the Dukes Mayo Classic, the ACC Football Championship, um, the Dukes Mayo Bowl, and so during all this pandemic, we were actually uh, working on a title uh, partner, and thankfully uh, we have a perfect fit in Duke's Mayo. But just to give you an example of things that are going on, uh, we have uh, our Duke's Mayo Classic is Notre Dame uh, Wake Forest, originally scheduled uh, September 26, Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. Obviously, the reason it was moved to Bank of America Stadium is expectation of a huge crowd. Uh, Then the pandemic hit. So then we were looking at a 25,000 fan crowd, then 12,500, then 7,000, then 3,000 in suites, and then suites only. And then we got to the point where it was no fans. So we've said all along the key for everybody is to stay nimble, flexible, fluid, and be able to pivot. So when we got in a no-fan situation, we pivoted, moved the game to Winston-Salem. So that game will be on ABC at noon on September the 26th. Uh, uh, And uh, the reason for moving to to Winston-Salem, of course, is with a no-fan scenario, smaller venue uh, made sense. So uh, I couldn't agree more if you watch everything that's unfolded with the Power Five conferences over the past uh, four or five months. uh, Certainly that's been fluid. Uh, ACC, SEC, and Big 12 uh, pretty much aligned. Of course, Big 10 came out early saying they weren't going to play in the fall. Now they've come back and going to start their season uh, October, what, 23, 24. And uh, now the Pac-12 is looking at restarting their season uh, either late October or in November. So a lot of interesting things have happened. Uh, I would say uh, most would would express that the early games have gone relatively well. NFL certainly got off to a good start, and now uh, college football did as well, although there's been some cancellations, uh, and I 
there was expectation that there would be some of that uh, during the year and you just have to be uh, ready to reschedule and there's enough flexibility left in most people's schedule that they can uh, at least maneuver some games. Danny, we'll get into some other pretty recent news here in a second, but the most recent is that the uh, Carolina-Charlotte game scheduled for Saturday in Chapel Hill is canceled because uh, Charlotte had some COVID issues. So, I, uh, you know, you talk about needing to be flexible. There, There's a pretty good example of that. Well, and it's also, uh, you know, you just – that that could come on Friday or it could come, or you know, even later than that. So, uh, here it is uh, Thursday, and that game uh, obviously being canceled is not something you would expect, but uh, you just got to deal with it. And uh, I know Bubba Cunningham and Mike Hill uh, are – doing the best they can and you have to do what uh, needs to be done in that situation and uh, nothing trumps uh, health and safety and and everybody has that uh, paramount in their minds as far as health and safety of not only the participants but also if indeed there are spectators uh, uh, that's critical. Sports Focus will be right back. You're listening to Sports Focus with Charlie Tuggle. And now, back to the show. Welcome back to Sports Focus. We're talking about the return of college football with Danny Morrison. Uh, Danny, we were talking about UNC having to be flexible because a game gets canceled just two days before it was supposed to be played. Uh, the ACC has, you know, started early enough that it could build in some off dates and, you know, to move some things around. The uh, Big Ten just announced that uh, it's going to return to play. looks like the Pac-12 is going to return to play, but they are not going to have any wiggle room. If a game gets canceled, it's, it's gone. So how, how much of a problem is that going to – they're really shortened season. How big a problem is that going to create for college football? Well, there's not a whole lot that anybody can do about it if you have a uh, – set schedule with not much flexibility so uh you just deal with it and you have a canceled game what's going to be difficult of course is as you look at the college football playoff how do you um judge one team that may be six and zero versus uh an eight and one team maybe in another conference so the college uh, football playoff uh they're certainly going to have their work, uh, a lot of work in front of them. They have great people on that committee. Uh, I'm glad it's people, not computers. And they'll make the evaluation of whoever is the four best teams, in their opinion, in the country. But it's it, it makes it more complicated for sure when people are playing varying uh, number of games. So, uh, yeah, we have the uh, the Big Ten that's going to play eight games in eight weeks, assuming none get canceled. Uh, the Pac-12 would start probably a week later at the earliest than the Big Ten, so they might be able to get in only seven games. And everybody, including the game that you mentioned, uh, 
the the uh, ACC championship game runs up against that December twentieth date of the final playoff rankings. So everything ha- has to happen by December nineteenth, correct? That that's my understanding, unless you know that that uh, got moved. But right now, my understanding is selection uh, Sunday is I guess it's Sunday uh, the twentieth. So how again how does logistically is not not even worried about well six and oh versus eight and one but logistically what a nightmare this must be well you you just don't have time and so when you're making all of these decisions uh you do the best you can and you don't you don't have uh a lot of time afterwards to execute uh just like Big Ten uh, teams now that are practicing, uh, they've got to be ready to play uh, in uh, a month or so. And same thing in the in the Pac-12. It's just a different um, experience. Uh, in my opinion, the best teams, the best coaches, uh, they're they're just going to uh, roll with whatever they need to roll with and make sure they're really monitoring the health and safety of the team. I mean, that's the critical point right now because uh, uh, your best players end up uh, with COVID or um, having to sit out for quarantine makes a difference in uh, your season. So I'm sure that all the head coaches are continuing to emphasize that with their players is the importance of making sure they're following all the guidelines. I've been very impressed, not only with the NFL, but with all the colleges and universities. They they have really put together uh, great plans, uh, not only for their teams and staffs and coaches, but also uh, great plans for the fans. I know in conversation with Bank of America Stadium, they 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 have gone through uh, umpteen scenarios, and they have also walked through uh, exactly how they're going to handle uh, fans coming into the stadium, uh, all the protocols that are critical for health and safety, and the time and effort that all of these entities have put into that process is impressive and and um i think they've done a remarkable job there are two things about the big 10 announcement that really kind of stood out to me and i'd like for you to comment about them the first one is that they are going to have the eight games in eight weeks and they'll have the championship game on december 19th again you know just before the december 20th date they'll have other games that that uh, weekend as well. So it'll be like the championship game and half a dozen other consolation games, if you will. So it's really everybody's playing nine. I I thought the idea of everybody playing on that championship weekend was really kind of interesting. Well, people have, uh, one thing that's happened through all this is you become even more innovative to try to make things work. And we like to use the word forward fumble in a lot of cases, if you can take a bad situation and figure out a good outcome, i.e. fumble the ball and it, 
and fall on it five yards down the field and make it a forward fumble. So uh, a, another impressive thing to me through all of this has been how people have innovated uh, or in how, how they've innovated and how they have come up with really good solutions to some complex problems. Yeah, uh, one one quick thing that we uh, have just a few seconds for for the uh, this block is uh, another thing about the uh, Big Ten is that no fans except family members, and that's been controversial here because uh, family members were not allowed at the first UNC game, and there's been uh, some protests uh, about that. Why not let family members in? You're talking about a few hundred people. That's been a consistent um, theme, and it is unfortunate that the family members cannot be in, and everybody's holding to that 50-person uh, non-essential uh, people in the, in, the, in the stadium. So hopefully that'll get relaxed. My understanding is if things go well through September, there's a good likelihood that uh, in October, there could be uh, at least some limited fans. Sports Focus, we'll be right back. You're listening to Sports Focus with Charlie Tuggle. And now back to the show. Welcome back to Sports Focus. We're talking about the return of college football, and there's been so much news related to the return of college football. And we're talking with Danny Morrison. Danny, I do want to talk a little more about the Big Ten, but before we get into that, the games that have been played so far, you, know, you had Notre Dame-Duke, and not a knock against Duke. Okay, that was a good game. Duke uh, held its own against Notre Dame, but it's not like it was Notre Dame-USC, you know, that huge rivalry. And yet – that game drew 4.3 million viewers. So, you know, there's definitely a hunger among fans for good quality college football. Well, there's tremendous interest in college football and the NFL and the ratings. Uh, uh, while they were up and down in a few uh, instances, they still are huge numbers. And uh, of course, the Duke-Notre uh, Dame game, I think the job that David Cutcliffe at, has done at Duke is fabulous. And so it uh, doesn't really surprise me that they would have had uh, that kind of uh, rating. So uh, Notre Dame, with its national name, always rates well. And um, so we're expecting to have a good rating for the Notre Dame-Wake Forest game on the 26th as well even uh and it's a noon game on abc so that should rate uh we think it'll rate well all right so uh it wasn't that long ago that the big 10 said we are not playing and we will not revisit this decision but the big 10 has revisited the, de the decision uh kevin warren the commissioner of that league why do you think they've changed their minds well uh it's likely that they, they saw a good start uh, from ACC, SEC, Big 12. Um, Kevin is, uh, I've known Kevin for a good while. He, when I was with the Panthers, he had a similar role with the Vikings. And so 
uh, he's relatively new, uh, or relative, he is new. Uh, he replaced an icon in Jim Delaney, who was probably the most powerful person, or one of the most powerful, along with John Swafford and um, Greg Sankey and so forth in, in college athletics. So Kevin comes in from the pros and immediately gets hit with uh, uh, all the pandemic and also uh, the racial unrest in the, in the country. And so dealing with all of that and really not having time to establish relationships with all the presidents and all the ADs uh, has uh, made it more uh, difficult. Uh, I, it's all, I think, will work out well. He's a good man, he's talented, and uh, he replaced an icon that had a lot of chips in the bucket. So uh, they made uh, what the Big Ten thought was their best decision, given the information they had at the time. And now they have more information, uh, and they feel like they're in a better position to move forward with football. So. It's a look. It's just a contrast of how varying conferences did things during all of this. Uh, ACC, SEC, uh, Big Twelve. Uh, they tried to uh, wait on a decision because they felt like I'm sure the more information you have, the better your decision will be. So they were very patient throughout. Um, at the time when the Big Ten made their decision, um, they felt, uh, I'm sure they felt like there it wasn't going to be football in the fall. But I give them credit for um, for reevaluating. Uh, they got more information, and they feel it's the prudent thing to move forward with football now. So, uh, Danny, we have less than a minute to go. All five power conferences look like we'll be back. By the end of uh, October, early November, weird that some started weeks before the others, but it, it, do you see this as being uh, a, a full season with a legitimate national champion? Well, nobody really knows. I mean, if there's one answer that has been uh, given throughout this entire time frame, uh, people, in, in, in all honesty, are just saying, I don't know. We're going to do the best we can with the information that we have. Uh, everybody uh, is pointing towards a full, well, full is not the right word, the most full season that you can have with uh, a look ahead to the college football playoff, which would be a great ending if all of that can be executed. And then maybe there will be something positive to report about the year 2020. And that does it for this edition of Sports Focus. Thanks to our guest, Danny Morrison. Thanks also to producer Chip Sweeney. And as always, thanks to you for listening. Cheers. Thanks to Richard Southall, Mark Nagel, and Deborah Southall at the College Sport Research Institute at the University of South Carolina for their research and guidance and for access to CSRI's International Network of Sources. Sports Focus is a service of UNC's Hussman School of Journalism and Media.